Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Previously on the most pulse-pounding edge-of-your-seat episode of Dungeons and Daddies yet... Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, sometimes a BDSM podcast, most of the time a Dungeons and Dragons podcast about four dads from our world flung into the Forgotten Realms in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the bard slash dad band rock and roll bard, rock and roll dad of the group. Boy, just keep saying words. This is, words. <laughs> this is a stroke, guys. What are the what are the things? What is the Fast. Fast. And which it stands for? Uh, face, face for face, face slumping. Act um, quickly. Ass. Call the police. Slumping face. <laughs> and then time. Time. A oh, time was the one that acts. Yeah. A is something else. St is smelling toast. I think. Right. Yes. Yeah. Friday. Here's a test. What's the sound of a butterfly kiss? Oh, wow. That's horrible. I, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of relaxing. Like yeah. I would put that. There's some ASMR people who are just like <laughs> right now. Oh. Anyway, my, uh, this my favorite dad- thing in the world is ASMR people being like, it's not sexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's OK. It'd it's be fine, fine if it was. It's you 2019. Get, and like it's like a little bit. It's fine to just say like it's a little bit. That's fine. You can get everyone off your back. Uh, Glenn's fact this week. <laughs> Is Glenn Glenn's is Glenn's fact is that he's really into ASMR. <laughs> Glenn's fact is he has an ASMR. Is that you're in a barbershop right now and I'm snipping away? So according at your to Wikipedia, hair. there is no connection between ASMR hey, and ruin- sexual arousal. You're ruining. Oh, sorry. The experience. Glenn's fact is that Glenn saw uh, Nick watching all these YouTube folks and he heard that they made money off of it. So Glenn started Glenn SMR, <laughs> which is imagine I'm 
Imagine that. <laughs> Stop. What's the opposite Will of sexually has, arousing? <laughs> Will has uh, Will has actually had to take off his headphones because he gets the fever. But like, but the I problem just is, Glenn was recording like the image of Freddie like, <laughs> yeah. like like stroking the microphone. Now here is Glenn's fatal error, which is he did not understand that a lot of it has to play into like, oh, you're getting a barber shop or something. So he would be like, imagine you're a road broadcast mic pop cover and my hands are and everyone's like this is too literal <laughs> it's not about being it's about being in the barber shop so all of his asmr videos are just like microphone types and different wind covers and he's like i'm not getting any views nick i don't understand what is this thing where's all the money oh well back to christmas back music. to slime vids <laughs> <laughs> back to popping Hello. no <laughs> oh god my mom is super into yeah, guys i have wife. to make a confession please cut this out of the podcast nope, but like whatever I, you say no, whatever you okay, say it's canon thing, forever here's the thing it's like i oh i watched one of the videos <laughs> and it was really gross and i didn't want to watch it but then i watched another one <laughs> That's how it and goes. It was gross. Once and I didn't you pop, watch you it. just can't stop. I, like literally, I, and I'm like, I'm not like into it. <laughs> You're into it. It's, it's not sexual. It's not sexual. I did a barbershop ASMR and then I flicked the bean to fucking popping videos. Oh my gosh. No, I, it's just that like sometimes if I'm on Reddit and I go to like popping, like I might, you know, spend like 10 minutes there. First time Glenn was on popping, he was like, oh, pop locking, like the type of dance, like at the end of uh, Step Up 3. For I mean, oh, that's my something God. I could spend hours on, but like popping videos, I could just. Uh, well, on that note, uh, I, cut it name. out. Cut it out of the podcast. <laughs> no, we have to the keep podcast. it so good. Popcast. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Matt Popzit Arnold. That way you have to keep her thing. In. Otherwise, my introduction will make no sense. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, I play Daryl Wilson, a uh, stay-at-home coach dad who's now a barbarian in the Forgotten Realms. A little dad fact about Daryl. Since he stays home, uh, he does a lot of the cleaning. So whenever he cleans Grant's bathroom, he got one of those, like, you know when you go to, like, a restaurant and they have, like, an inspection checklist? He has one of those on the mirror, and he goes inspected by dad on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Oh Clean up your underwear, son. And he puts little notes for oh my God. every morning so he knows when Daryl cleaned up his bathroom. That's horrifying. That is, like, so terrible. <laughs> it takes a brave man to clean a teenage boy's bathroom. Yeah, yep. Grant well, has never jerked off in that house. He's, he goes somewhere else to do it. He does That's not. Part of the player. If you're that thorough, there's no way he's squirting in I'm always house. in the bathroom, son. <laughs> That's a, this is a rowdy episode. Um, hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Will Campos. I play Henry Oak. Um, I'm really nervous about my dad fact because yeah. I stepped. I kind of stepped into some controversy at the end of the last what episode. Controversy. I so play sensitive. Henry Oak, oh. Birkenstock rocking, granola munching, crunchy munchy, dirty hippie boy. Henry's dad fact this week is that I'd like to take a moment to clarify a little bit about Henry's hygiene practices after the already. No, not backtracking. R E T C O N. I had people ask. People were asking. People were asking, like, so does Henry not shower? Of course Henry showers. Henry bathes. He's just a little bit more fast and loose with the rules as far as hand-washing in the bathroom goes. It sounds like the Stinky Boy's protesting too much. <laughs> sounds like the Stinky Boy's never I washed anything. Was, I knew this was going to happen the second I started defending Henry. It was going to sound like I was defending myself. <laughs> I'm digging myself into a deeper and deeper hole. I just wanted to say this. Everyone's been like, how can he not wash his hands after he wipes? It's bold of you to assume that Henry wipes. That's all. <laughs> 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 I yield the rest of my time to the next senator. <laughs>
Bold of you to assume that Henry poops at all. <laughs> He's got a patent ask ability to absorb all nutrients perfectly. Hi, my Hi. name is Beth. Never had a zit, May. <laughs> Which is a lie. Um, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather and rogue. Fun fact about Ron this week. When Ron was growing up in his parents' house, in his father Willie's house, there was one mirror in the attic, and it was kind of like akin to, um, what's the mirror in Harry Potter where you see like what you... The super wish mirror. The mirror the, the of wanting mir- or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The mirror wanna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. um, there was a mirror akin to that in the attic where Ron always felt like you looked absolutely amazing in this one mirror, and it's because on the top of the mirror, sort of etched into the glass itself, was the word stud. And so whenever he uh, oh. he looked into the mirror, he's like, this is a stud. I look like a stud. Nice. I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your dad. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. How, how was your day at work today, dad? No one has ever asked their dad how their no, day was. No, they do. It's just they want something afterwards. Oh, that's what yeah. it is. That's it's, did you bring me a toy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from work. <laughs> no, I brought you I brought you the gift of at body the Funko horror. Pop factory. <laughs> uh, the fuck? Everybody's dad works at Funko Pop, apparently. <laughs> Just like how fucking many Dad's of those things there are. Funko, uncles work at Nintendo. Nintendo. That's the rules. <laughs> That's how I got Donkey Kong. We were always joking that like uh, a Fallout esque game made a mis- they made a mistake. It shouldn't be bottle caps as the future currency. It should be different Funko Pops. That'd be really good. Okay, so I'm very glad you were talking about popping because I used to pop zits all the time in high school because I was very anxious and, and good at it. And yeah, because I was great at it. Because <laughs> yeah. if you got to be good at something, you might as well be disfiguring your own face for no reason. And uh, one time I popped my nose so badly in like three different spots that it looked like something had attacked me. Whoa, so uh, really? at school, I just had to be like, my cat went insane. And <laughs> Holy shit. most of my friends had been to my house and knew I did not have a cat and they just didn't say anything. Oh my gosh. That's wow. true friendship right there. Apparently don't pop zits. Apparently it's bad for you. But like, come on, pop them. It feels great. Ready to play a bad video? Like what if a video game was bad and slow? <laughs> And all the graphics were in your brain. That's what we're doing. <laughs> These graphics are amazing, Anthony. You run this game with the Voodoo 3 of your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Voodoo. Hi, I'm oh. Will Campos. And when I reference a graphics card, <laughs> I make mine voodoo. 3DFX, baby. Hey, uh, okay. Question, Anthony. Yeah. Do we short rest or long rest on the way in? Because uh, yeah, we're about short, to get into a dirty-ass fight. You short-rested in the chariot on the way back, I presume. Because yeah. you didn't say anything about what you were doing, so it feels like reasonable to suggest that you short-rested. How much do you heal when you do a short rest? So each of you on your character sheet have a certain number of hit dice, which are D8s, and when you short-rest, you can choose how many of them you want to roll and gain that many hit points back. Basically, short-rest is really good for healing your health. It's not as good for getting your spell slots back. That's the main difference between that and long-rest. Oh, I see. And that's also the thing. Your short-rest, you don't recover your hit die until you do a long rest. Right. A little quick retcon there because we're about to get into dad nap. Yeah. <laughs> in that van. So I roll 6d8. Is that the thing? Uh, yeah, if you want to. You choose how many die you want to use. So for Just in case I not do the maximum. If we had done this properly, you wouldn't know if there was a boss fight coming. So you might be like, well, I'll just use one or two because who knows? But now oh, you know you're nice. about to get into a boss nice. fight. So you might as well. You know what? Now I get it because I, I was always like, why would you ever like just always do a long rest? I was like, no, okay, you should do more short rest because that's a little bit more like resource management sort of thing going mm-hmm. on. Okay, so I'm going to burn all of mine. I would have anyway. I was almost dead. So yeah. I burn all of mine. I'm back up to 34 out of 39 HP. Great. I got seven back, but I only had seven off. So. I'm going to role play that Henry didn't know he was going to get into a fight. So nice. I'm only going to do four. Nice. nice. I am at 42 out of 45 health. Nice. 
I'm all healed up. I'm 39 out of 39. All right. So we're pretty good. So to remind you of what happened at the end of our last blistering, pulse-pounding, adrenaline-pumping episode, I think somebody in our Discord was like, uh, they literally walked like 10 feet. (laughs) They're like, this episode was about them walking to their van. So what happened was you went back to your car and uh, (laughs) at the van... I mean, other stuff happened, but it's not yeah. relevant to your current situation. I mean, we lost CERN forever. Yeah. We got the dead Again. things. CERN is such and a drama queen. My like, butt. You kill a guy's kids once. We've never lost CERN forever like 10 times yeah. now. So we'll see CERN. I think CERN has a punch card for like the 10th yeah. time he swears he's never going to talk to us again. Like he gets a free one kid back. Yeah, it's like Breaking Bad seasons two through five. <laughs> um, on the, the ride over, you talked to Aaron O'Neill about the eyeball in your left hand, Daryl, and you expressed a lot of confusion over it. And she said, I think that's the library's way of spying on you. Uh, Ron accidentally let it slip that the Glenn and Ron Glenn and Ron with their powers combined uh, <laughs> accidentally let it slip that I, like they were say, not I think Daryl's the only one who hasn't just opened his freaking mouth and ruined something. Uh, your failure to open your mouth ruined something what was that with your son. Oh, oh! Matt Arnold puts his glasses on so nobody can see (laughs) him crying right now. Um, And basically, yeah, you get the sense that the library probably knew that you were not going to return the books. And you returned to your van. As you were about to get into the van, you noticed that it was a little low to the ground. And you initially thought, oh, it's because there's something inside of it. But it turns out after one very well-placed fart. I was hoping it was Payton. Yeah, they no. like snuck in. That fart tech. would have killed Payton. So <laughs> it's good that Payton know, wasn't in the car. <laughs> he would have died in utter agony. <laughs> the Indiana Jones scene with the faces melt off. <laughs> the library was under the van wearing it kind of like a hermit crab shell and is beginning to claw its way out of the ground. The van rumbles beneath you and Ron and Glenn, you stepped out of the van, I presume, while uh, it was being hotboxed by Henry and uh, Daryl's horrible beefs. And you see that the library has the van uh, on its hey back. Guys. Whoa, holy moly, Daryl. What's going on? I, I, what did you eat, man? I don't know. What is going on? <laughs> I, I mean, I, that was a pretty righteous too, but like the van seems hey to be shaking. What's guys. going on? Glenn's waving his arms. I unroll the window. Yeah, what is it? Is it the shocks? I bet it's the shocks. When was the last time you had these shocks looked at? No, it's it's the spare tire or the claws. I'm sorry, you're going to have to say that again for me one more time, Ron. You know how, you, it's the spare claws. You know, like every every car has a spare... Uh, you're saying there's claws? Yeah, there's, there's claws, claws. on the car? Ooh, how positively salacious. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the library, guys, and he's like wearing you guys right now. Ah, oh, dang. I leap out of the car. Okay. How high up are you? I mean, probably, I leapt out before I got Darryl, too high. <laughs> no, I leapt out. <laughs> okay. All right. Roll acrobatics. Oh, my God, it's just Henry in there. God damn it. It's a 20. It's a 20? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Describe what happens. Daryl Flynn over here. Um, Oh, wow. Wow. uh, Ask your parents about that one, kids. (laughs) Ask your grandparents about that. Also ask them about the Voodoo 3 card. (laughs) (laughs) The Errol Flynn of graphics cards. (laughs) I open the door and then still having the seatbelt on, I unbuckle and I unfurl myself like one of those like, Chinese ribbon dancers or like Jackie Chan when he like unrolls from the rope (laughs) and I spin quickly and I do like four front flips and I land and I go blade pose blade pose and I blade pose and and the library goes (laughs) I wanted to roll perception to see how what the situation my beast is in how how hurt is it upon being worn go ahead roll roll uh, roll perception that's a one (laughs) <laughs> Who knows? You were so busy blade landing, you didn't even look at the car. You're you're busy looking down at the ground because that's how blade lands. You did a perfect landing, but you're so dizzy. <laughs> Henry's going to turn the car on. 
Okay. I'm going to unbuckle my seatbelt and climb over to the front seat, careful as I can, safely buckle back in, and then turn the car on. Okay. Nice try, Daddy Master. I saw you taking notes there (laughs) trying to catch him out on some car safety bits. Okay. Ron and Glenn, do you want to do one thing before I make you roll for initiative? I feel like Ron would like try to whisper to the gas thing to like resist or something. Oh, interesting. Do you speak Japanese? No. Odyssey-san resist. (laughs) Although I guess the question is, has it learned English from hearing you guys? No, I don't think you've had a, a wholesome enough relationship with this thing. You only mention it every once in a while. This is the scene from 13th Warrior where they're like, oh, oh my oh, God. What a pull. What a pull. Where it's like all of us just talking about dumb bullshit, but it's like the all, And then all of a sudden, Antonio, Vantonio Banderas can <laughs> un- understand Banderas. us perfectly. <laughs> wow, my Holy God. Holy shit. No, the van doesn't speak English. No, it doesn't speak English yet. Uh, hey, Mr. Library, how's it going? Oh, no, you already did some shit. You already did a blade landing. Oh, but I can't speak? No, we're, we're I, still I, I, frozen in the moment of your okay. blade yes. landing. And then I'm going to make you roll initiative, and then on your turn, once initiative comes around, you can use a free action to oh, try to shit. talk. I mean, there's no... This is serious, Anthony. There's no fucking business here. It's straight to combat the, I mean, there, I thought it was about time that we tried to do a proper... Because I... Okay, so there was folks in the Discord that were really helpful in sending me some Matt Colville videos about how, like... I thought that the whole thing that we have where every boss fight we get into, you either kill the boss in one hit or it like one shots you is like, oh, it's because we're bad at D&D. But it turns out that's a universal D&D problem. Even so, if you are bad at D&D, like yeah, we which, are. We, which we absolutely are. Judge Swallow would be fun to try and he do a proper try, fight. So Anthony's trying to fix Dungeons and Dragons in this episode. <laughs> the question is, will he do it? Flew so Stay close to the, the end sun. Probably not. <laughs> Spoilers, probably not. Anthony, where is Aaron? Aaron O'Neill is uh, standing next to you. I'm going to use the opportunity to be like, hey, Aaron, can I get that book, please? Uh, which which the Kucinich book? one, the one that I get, we get back to you. Can I have it back, please? Goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And she gives it back to you. Okay, cool. Thanks. Cool. That'll be my move. <laughs> okay, so is the library's body basically like the car? I guess it's more like a big backpack okay. on his shoulders. So you can still see all the fleshy bits of him and his horrible arms. And instead of wearing a backpack full of books, he's just wearing the car. And he has pink eye. He does oh, have yeah. pink eye. He does have pink eye. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good... Th- he'll get a minus Slight to his attack. He has to yeah. use one attack to scratch his eye every turn. That's actually oh really gosh. good. That's actually great. Yeah. No, that's actually really good. How many attacks does he have that you're okay I mean, with He's got that? a bunch of arms, right? <laughs> yeah. God damn it. In that case, I, I do not have any ideas. You're all missing the very good shimmy that Anthony's doing. <laughs> Purely excited. Uh, okay. I feel like does Ron, like, is he pull a stealth move? Is he going to, like, hide? Can I hide in the car, too? Like, <laughs> under, like can I, like, hide? Yes! Under the library? Oh, yeah, you could yeah. go under his... Li- if you want to Rancor him, you can try to do that. What does Rancor mean? Uh, Return of the Jedi, the Rancor is the big beast in the bottom of Jabba. Yes, yeah, yeah, the yes, bottom yes, of your yes, boyfriend's yes, okay. palace. Yes, okay. <laughs> boyfriend Jabba the Hutt, yeah. you're canonically dating. How tall yeah. is the library? The library is about nine feet tall. As he stands, he, you realize like you've only ever seen him hunched over with horrible posture, but he's actually very long and spindly and very skinny. He's almost like Slenderman-esque, but he, he, when he stands up to his full height, his legs begin to like shake a little bit from basically like squat thrusting this That's, that's uh, the this weak van. spot. That's the weak spot. He just gave us the weak spot. He's got spindly legs that are already shaking in their boots. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I'm going to try to like crawl under the library itself. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth. Your move is your special move. 14 plus Eight. Yeah. That's 20 something. God, you guys all turn level six and suddenly your rolls are unstoppable. I got a one. Fuck off. I couldn't even tell what my car was doing. (laughs) (laughs) So you do that. So you're just like hiding between his legs, I guess. Yeah. Cool. He doesn't see that you're there. (laughs) So by doing that, you've ensured that you will not be a target for his attacks, essentially. Okay. So now everybody roll initiative. That's a six plus four, 10 initiative for me. 14 for Daryl. 16 for Henry Yoke. I got a seven. Okay, so first up in the initiative is Henry. 
I feel like Henry's going to try to reason with the library at least a I feel little like bit. Like we're all going to try to reason with the library <laughs> uh, a little bit. So I'm going to roll down the window and stick my head out and say, "Hey, uh, library buddy, good to see you. What brings you to the van? Oh, just collecting late fees. <laughs> late fees? Are we late on our books already? Oh, I've heard you say horrible things about how you can't bring my books back. I heard it from his hand, and the eye on Daryl's hand opens up. Okay, that what exactly did you hear? Also, it's an eye, not an ear. Yes, ah. yes. Well, flesh is. You uh, can read lips. <laughs> flesh is subjective. <laughs> uh, what involuntary e- shudder? <laughs> what exactly did you hear about? Because that's confusing. Because we totally have the books. Where are they? The books are. I've searched this van. They're not in the van. Well, that's because the books are with us. And they're not due yet, so we don't have to give them back. When we said we can't give them back, we just said we can't give them back because we, we because they're not ready yet, and we had to have such a fun time with them. We couldn't possibly give them back early. It sounds like trying what, to learn about all the good things. It's about like them. saying like you can't give up chocolate. Like the books are just so good that we were like the teens in my world have a phrase where they say when something's so great that they can't even. Right? And it's a, not a complete thought, but it's like, you can't even. So it's like, we can't even with these books. That's what we were saying. All right, roll persuasion. Also, you got to do it with disadvantage, though, because Henry has canonically said he's not great at lying, right? That's true. Yeah, and you also, when he asked where the books were, you gave him the one place he could actually check, which is on ourselves. <laughs> well, I said he's not good at lying. <laughs> Will's role-playing is so good. We're off to a bad start. <laughs> and number two? That would be a eight. Yeah, that ain't going to do it. He goes like, oh, I don't think so. What do you, wait, to- hang on, sir. Hang on. It's fair enough that you don't believe me, but what is the due process in a situation like this? Isn't there some sort of habeas corpus? The only corpus that's going to be involved in this is you as I take your Mr. flesh and Library, bind it sir, into a book. Excuse me. You are nothing if not a man of rules. Am I right? No, I'm pretty sure I do whatever I want. That's sort of my thing. <laughs> Nobody said get a large six foot tall backpack full of books and give it to children as a pretense for possibly taking their flesh. But I did it. They said I was mad, but I did it. We have until the due date of those books to get you your books back. Yeah, what's the point of a due you date? You do not have any proof other than not believing me, which, like flesh, is entirely subjective, that we do not have these books. There has to be some sort of independent review board or some sort of fair way to establish that the books have been burned. Yeah. Or your whole system falls apart. Sort of like a book review. A book <laughs> review. Okay. If we give you the books back... Isn't that fine? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm reading through this one right now. What's the point of a due date? If this guy can come in and say that the due date's not even, not even real. I, I don't even want to read this book anymore knowing that at any point you could just come and demand it back. Hmm. All right. Okay. <laughs> Problem is that's not a bad argument. <laughs> so you're saying all this stuff about the lateness. You should be honored by his lateness uh, that he wouldn't show up for this fake shit. So the library... <laughs> So let's say your, your turn was making that persuasion roll, which you failed, but I'll say that because the argument was so good, he's not going to immediately start attacking you on his turn because, as you pointed out, what's the point of a due date? But you specifically said that you are all keeping the books on yourself. So he's going to reach up in the van and try to grab you. Sorry, he's going to spend one action scratching his eye. So that's one of his actions, and he's going to try to see if he can constitute... What's wrong with your eye there, library? Oh, I think you know very well. <laughs> blink, blink. You know what? It was worth it. I would do it again. Carol looks at his hand like, is there eye there? 
the eyes looking at you like flirtatiously, <laughs> like bats its eyelashes oh at gosh. you. Daryl puts his hand in a fist. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, you're, so he's re- he's reaching up to to grab you to so, grab me. So he he just scratched his eye. Now he's reaching up to grab you. So that's a sixteen dexterity. Why don't you roll? Okay, I can I can I pitch something I want to try. He he can't see me, right? Uh, no. I want to trick him into pulling a card from the deck of many things. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Holy shit. Very good. It's risky. That was it's very risky. good. No, no, oh, he, no, no. He's just not. looking. You'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, here's a book from my pocket. And you yeah. just hand him the oh, deck. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. You scamps. <laughs> <laughs> that is all right. Scam likely taught me well. <laughs> all right. All right. So you, what you're going to do is you're going to roll sleight of hand. And you're trying to beat his dexterity, which was a 16. <laughs> oh, this is not going to be easy. <sighs> Here we go. Hot dice, hot dice, hot dice. I got uh, 16. Oh my god. So you tied. Oh shit. Okay. That means we can draw out this tension a little bit. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's got his thumb and his forefinger around the deck, but he hasn't pinched and taken a card yet. With his remaining action, he is going to reach out and try to grab Daryl. Uh he's going to grab you and he's gonna search your body, and he can see that there are no books on you. You can feel, you feel his horrible hand moving, <laughs> moving up and down you in a way that's like, it, much like ASMR, not sexual, but not not sexual. <laughs> oh. uh, and he goes, you don't have any no, books. No, I never said I have any books, buddy. Get your hands off me. I got no books. I'm going to check each and every one of you. And if I don't feel any books, then I would say that's pretty good proof that you don't have them at all. That was his turn. He would use a bonus action. But you're not in combat yet, so you're not going to find out what that is until you get into combat. Okay. So if Glenn throws Ron the book under the car, can we make the library believe that he's run over the book? You know what I thought you were about to say? I thought you were about to say to do the fucking scene from um, Now You See Me where we're throwing the book around like the playing card. And every time, like, every time he oh got a book it, too. he's like, I got a good here. It's like, yeah. oh, well, here's a book. And then, and then one goes behind the back and we catch it. And it's like, there's the book right there. Oh my gosh. Beth, to answer your question, I think you would need to trick him into actually destroying the book, not just like hiding it and making him think that he destroyed it, if I know what you're getting at. So now it is Daryl's turn. Uh, <laughs> so he let go of you after he fondled you also. Okay, I'm trying to think of like, because Daryl definitely doesn't know what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I go, well, excuse me, so if you're done searching me and touching my entire body, thank you very much. I think, as you said, Henry made a very good point. We have plenty of time. There's still time to return the books. And frankly, in this world, I've seen people die and come back. I've seen things like, there's got to be a way to get books back from ashes or whatever it Dude, is. What, like, what ashes? What are you talking he, about? No, Henry, he already knows we lied. We know he lied. We know the books are gone. It's fine. We'll find a way to bring them back. We got we got plenty of stuff to figure it out. Erin here is going to help us. She said she can get books back. No problem. It's not a big deal. Uh so roll, per, roll persuasion with disadvantage because you admitted that the books are burned. He didn't believe me. That doesn't mean he knows that I lied. How did your roll go? 13. See, 13. Henry's bad at lying and telling the truth. Daryl just tells the truth. <laughs> He's just telling He's like, he already knows. I'm telling the truth. All right. His insight check beats your persuasion check. Once he realizes that the books are actually burned and not coming back to him, a blood vessel in his eye explodes. Man, now uh, it's a red eye. Oh, yeah. He's got a pink eye and a red eye now. Yeah. Uh, And and blood, much like Mads Mikkelsen in Casino Royale, just begins to start leaking from his tear duct. Le chiffre. Le chiffre. That never ended up mattering. It's time to go all in. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes like, the the books? Oh, 
oh, that won't do, that won't do at all. That won't do it. Oh. So I've met a lot of librarians in my day. You are the worst one ever. <laughs> Period. There must be a punishment for destruction of library property. Uh, is that in the rules? You didn't tell us that. I don't need to tell you everything. What, I, what the, I don't fucking owe you anything. Fuck off. Okay, so that was your turn. Trying okay. that persuasion check. We've got one book up here. You're holding on to it right now. Just take it. All right, Glenn, your turn. I'm going to say to him, whatever, man. Like, If you want your book so bad, why don't you take it? He's got one of the books up there. Okay, roll persuasion with disadvantage because he believes that Daryl said they were gone, burned, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He believes that they're burned. Well, he's probably all confused now. There's so much. You walked into the wrong room, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> is that a reference to something you said the last time, too? <laughs> it's just because my persuasion is pretty good now. So th- with disadvantage, that's going to be plus persuasion, 17. With disadvantage, my God. All right. He goes like, well, I guess I'll get one book. <laughs> so it seems like you, 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 you burned all but one book, but I'll get, I'll get my book, you piece of shit. Uh, at the end of my action bonus action, I'm just going to sidle up next to Daryl. Okay. Ron? Okay, so is he going to grab whatever's up there? He thinks that there's a book up there. I okay. don't know if that means he's going to pinch his two fingers and pull like we okay. want him to. Hmm. Okay, so I'm debating between like either doing some weird shuddering motion to like get him to flinch to like... <laughs> <laughs> or what, yeah, what if I tickle him? Tickle his gooch! Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to tickle his gooch. <laughs> the thing that I'm if not going to do tickle his gooch, actually, I will give Will advantage on whatever Will does next. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird that you say that because I do not want Will to have any advantage for saying the word gooch. <laughs> You gonna try to goose him though, so that like he twitches? Is that the idea? Yeah, I think I'll like tickle him or something. So you like back of the knee. Gotta goose him. Yeah. What is goosing? Like to putting your thumb up their butt. That's Whoa, what I thought. What? Sorry. Yeah. What? No, that's not. Go- that's is um, that not goosing? I no, thought that's, that's what goosing was. was. I thought it was just a pinch. Oh, okay. What is Urban Dictionary? I I know, we all know which that. version Urban Dictionary is gonna say. Yeah, but goosing is like to. I thought it was just like. Startling I'm at the edge of my seat here on Ron's okay. tickle. What Can I see I, if Ron's going to pull I, it off or not? Okay, so I'm going to... It's um, to poke someone between the buttocks. Sorry. I am going to, in one concise motion... I have some uh, apology emails to write. Um, <laughs> Like, tickle the back ends of his little spiny legs and then <laughs> ASMRly be like, take the card, take the, take the little card, the book thing. Oh, there's a book All right, there. uh, why card. don't you roll dexterity? Take the little card. Say, take the book, not take the card. Take the book. It's not a card. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to gain like three levels from all of this Dexterity. He's going to get wish. I mean, it would be interesting if he was just like, I wish for the books. Back. I wish you had given me my books. Back. <laughs> I get 17 plus two. That's 19. Shit. Oh. Okay. So with the 19, A, you successfully tickle him, and he goes like, ooh, delightful feelings. <laughs> because you did that and rolled so well and were stealthy, you can feel as your fingers touch the backs of his knees that like the skin itself is like reaching out to try to grab you, but you pull your fingers back just in time. Like it, like, it was like Whoa. hungry to like latch onto you or something. Wow. But you managed to like whoop, just pull your fingers back just in time. And with that, we are back up to Henry's turn. Okay, I am going to, um, hold on, what does this spell do? Oh, never mind. I thought it was going to be something cool, and it wasn't. The D&D story. (laughs) 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 Oh, no. Incredible. You know they're never going to let us do anything like official no, never, with them. Never. Because I mean, they already got critical role. What do they need us that's for? That's true. I know. It's just like, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I feel like we're like the bad boys of D&D <laughs> podcast. Like we're the ones who don't play by the rules. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast Druidcraft. And with my Druidcraft, I'm going to- Is that on the beta yet? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. You uh, I like prefer Druidcraft vanilla. <laughs> 
Druidcraft allows me to create an instantaneous, harmless sensory effect, such as falling leaves, a puff of wind, the sound oh of a skull. Oh, finally, Druidcraft is finally useful. Finally, Druidcraft? So fucking, are you I'm, kidding? I'm going to be like, here it is, here's the book, come and get it. And then I'm going to cast Druidcraft to cause the sound of a book fluttering, like its pages <gasps> fluttering. Oh, and I'm going to cast a waft of book smell. Book smell? Fuck, nice. that's yeah. really good. Okay, so you're doing a persuasion check again, but now you get to do it with advantage. I got an eight. Uh, eight with advantage? With advantage. All God right. fucking damn it. He rolled a five insight. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I love that you I let it die I swear to so God, happen. he rolled a five. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. Yeah, okay. So he goes like, ooh, that's fresh book smell. Give it to Papa. Give it to me. I'm Papa. And so he pinches his fingers down. On the deck of many things. So uh, you, you sort of just feed out like, you know, one car doom or whatever. Here would be my argument. I think he should draw two. Like friction wise, he'd draw the top one and the bottom one okay. and like squeeze them out. Okay. I'll go with that. I'm, we're going to get some complaints, but I'm just going to say that I'm aware of it and we're choosing to do it anyway because it's funny. Oh, that you're supposed to call out the number. You're supposed you're to drawing. call out the number. Yeah. So presumably there is some sort of intentionality that must happen for them to pull from the deck of many things. He did but say But it's that. also pretty funny. Yeah. So like, fuck it. <laughs> I won't let you do this again. This is okay. the last time. This is the last this. time we get to bamboozle someone. I'm so scared. This could go so pear. We feel so clever right now, but this could go pear shaped very quickly. I'm very excited. I did not think we would pull the deck so quickly. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you have subscriptions that you forgot about. I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for. You're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click and they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20 percent you just submit a picture of bill and rocket money takes care of the rest they'll deal with the customer service for you rocket money for those of you who don't know personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings you can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap and if you see something you don't want you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers and their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month so you can see where your habits are see how you're doing see how the trend lines are going they can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies, rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. Kiwico. It's summertime. You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone no, outside. What, never gone. What, well, what uh, not, in, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson, when I was like bike riding age and yeah, we would just 
bake alive. The asphalt was so hot. And then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college, you know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places. And it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. Oh I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up that is pinball. Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? Look at this oh, marble roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here, yeah, keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle, yeah. especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh my God. Really screens make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do activities cool. and like, look, you got a whole range, but you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things you're like these activities this is going to last until my kids in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. KiwiCo does like, that I already like, done all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. KiwiCo's doing that legwork for you so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized. You'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com slash summer daddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. 20% off your summer adventure at kiwi k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash summer daddies one word summer daddies all right anthony come on over here i have shuffled the deck thoroughly cut and then we're going to replace okay good and then this is the this is the order totally random and you're grabbing the top pinching and then drawing out the top and bottom card pinching okay all right (laughs) We just drew from the deck of many things. Oh, no. Anthony has Anthony's a dancing. very oh, no. impish. Oh, no. Does he, does he know what they are? I, I think he must know. know. Oh, God. Okay. Oh. He studied it. That's I for sure. I'm so fucking scared. Henry opens the door and gets ready to jump. <laughs> okay. The first one that he pulled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> the dumbest, this is the dumbest podcast in the world. Okay, so the first one that he pulled was Throne. And Throne <laughs> says, you gain proficiency in the persuasion skill. <laughs> and, and you gain rightful ownership of a small keep somewhere in the world. <laughs> so somewhere there's a castle that the library owns <laughs> that is currently in the hands of monsters that you have to clear out in order to claim the keep is yours. So I'm going to go ahead and... private library. <laughs> Okay, so I gotta write that down. I gotta make sure. To I love that, that he's gonna I have go no problem his... with that. He got charm and real estate so far. <laughs> and the other card that he drew was gem. Twenty-five pieces of jewelry worth two thousand gold each. Oh my god! Appear at his feet. So on Ron's head, <laughs> Ron gets buried by a bunch of money. Fifty thousand gold worth of jewelry slams onto Ron's skull as it appears right at his feet. 
Guys, if we kill <laughs> him, we are so rich. We are so rich, rich if we fucking get rid of the <laughs> library. And because, so because of the way the deck of many things works, they can never go back into the deck, so Ooh, Anthony's tearing Whoa. them up. Anthony's Whoa. ripping the cards. Wild. Okay. Now I know why that guy was making slaves pull them, because it's great. We got <laughs> tested. Now we can go get a keep and the gold if we can kill them. All right. Holy fuck. So, uh, well, uh, guys, I tried. There are now two fewer good cards in the deck of many things. <laughs> <laughs> the ratio is now drastically against you if you ever actually choose to draw from this thing. But, uh, okay, so he pulls those two cards, and he sees, well, A, okay, so it literally says gems appear at his feet. So the gems appear at his feet, he looks down, sees the gems, and then also sees Ron. <laughs> And then he, with his sudden uh, 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 advantage in persuasion, says, like, you should have brought the books back. And you feel deep in your soul that you're correct. He's persuaded you that you should have brought the books back. But I'm the real gem. <laughs> Ron should be like, how did I get here? <laughs> <laughs> truly outrageous. Oh, nice gem reference. Thank I just you. got that. Truly, truly outrageous. Now is the library's turn. And he's just going to grab, he's just going to reach down and grab Ron and uh, kill him. <laughs> try to kill him. So first of all, he again scratches his eye with the, he loses one attack. We had, no, had no response to there not being a book. He doesn't say anything out loud to us. He said you should have brought the books back. Is oh, what he yeah. Said. yeah, he could tell no. you tricked it. You tried he's to trick unfazed. him. He's very unfazed. Yeah, no, he's like, oh, that's not a book. <laughs> that's Unless that's two very small books that are only one page and have no cover. That's not a book at all. <laughs> Who wrote these books? Todd Noy, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, everybody should listen to Finding Draco so he's going to try to attack you Ron okay so he's going to do I don't get a chance to re respond at all no this is how D&D is supposed to work <laughs> where people just roll stuff at you and then you go oh no and you realize you have no agency until your turn comes around and you're really bored until then in the same way they don't get to respond when we attack them I just have such a good idea <laughs> well you can do it when your turn comes around if you're alive. okay so you, you take 13 damage Oh my god. Oh, we've got the library is fine. Okay, for no his problem, guys. for his other attack. Oh. Okay, he just whiffs that one. But for his bonus action, he's not going to have to roll for it. It's just a thing he can do. He goes, "Oh, Daryl, I've missed your taste. Come uh, to me." <laughs> and he opens up his mouth <laughs> oh. and a tongue like bubble tape like unfurls like a fucking red carpet like like unfurls across the ground. And wraps like itself. Tex Avery when he sees like a well, really a pretty girl. <laughs> a knockout game. Yeah, a wooga, a wooga. I definitely must be able to get a dexterity roll for this. All right. I mean, there's a tongue coming at me. I don't. I don't try to go ahead and roll your adorable dexterity save. I don't feel like I should roll anymore. <laughs> he took away the fun of rolling this dice. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna believe me, Freddie. Natural independently 20. verified independently verified natural 20 that is straight up cheating that's two natural Fre 20s and a natural one I, that's why that's why i literally had to show it to freddy okay well it's cute it doesn't matter because your hand immediately as you begin to jump out of the way it starts choking you your left hand takes control the, the eye takes control and it starts choking you so roll again that ruins my plan which was going to be i was going to try to like chew on the eyeball <laughs> so 19 <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just never going to get to do anything. No, I mean, I'm assuming something happens. I'm getting choked. Yeah, you okay. Like so, okay. So because I you say, I'm getting choked. Oh, I forgot this thing in D&D you can do where you can say, but still like something happens just not yeah. as bad. Okay. So you managed to sort of dodge out of the way and his tongue wraps itself around your good arm. Oh, and just kind of like, and it begins to do the thing that you have. Unfortunately, very familiar oh, feeling no. to you. And it begins to, 
and speed up, but because you sort of dodge, he doesn't quite get a really good grip on you. Good tongue grip. Mm. Uh, and so basically God. what's going to happen is if he gets to his next action without that tongue being removed from your arm, then it'll start up. And then if he goes another turn without it getting removed, then he'll just take your arm off. So that is his turn. Daryl's getting a cool robot arm, robot mm. arm. Now it is Daryl's turn. Yeah, I'm trying to learn the rules of Dungeon Dragons here to figure out how to fight this. Okay, so it's just choking me. Your eyeball hand is choking you. The other hand is currently being constricted by a tongue. I, I go into rage. Right. And uh, I go, that's me trying to say something cool, but I can't because I'm getting choked. Did you guys catch that? I didn't catch that. And I flex. I think you said harder. I flex <laughs> my. <laughs> I flex my strong right arm, and I turn and I sprint in the other direction and pull like I'm just like a horse pulling a carriage trying to rip his tongue out of his mouth. Great. All right, give me a strength check. Seventeen plus two for rage. That's a nineteen. You tied. You both got 19. So, uh, Ooh, it's like a tug of war. Yeah, it's a tug of war, unfortunately. So, the tie sort of goes to the, uh, the person doing the tonger. it. The person the doing it. The tonger on that one. It's not enough to. The tie goes to the defender? Yeah, because you oh. basically you're constricted. So, you're at a disadvantage inherently. You'd have I to break see. through. You'd have to be stronger than him. Okay. So, but it goes taut, essentially, right? It goes taut. Yeah, it's, it's perfectly taut. His tongue is taut. And, blah, and you can see his, his head gets jerked a little bit forward as you start to pull with all your oh, Daryl no might. Oh, I have gnarly idea. All right. Glenn, it is your turn. Um, I want to look at the surface of the tongue. Like, wh- how is it cut? Is it like a belt-fed chainsaw? Like, does it... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, how does the tongue cut? It's like sandpaper. It's like a lot of little small bumps and imperfections. Like a cat's tongue. Like yeah, it's like tongue. a cat's tongue. Yeah. It's a lot of small bumps and imperfections that you get the feeling that when he cut Daryl's arm off in the first place, it was just through friction and pain I and see. horribleness. Okay, okay. So it's like a big belt of sandpaper. Pretty much. But wet. I see. Like a kitty's tongue. It's National Cat Day, everybody. Is it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even... I didn't tell my no, cats. I, tell my I cat. didn't I need to call... Guys, I need to call my cats. <laughs> guys, stop the podcast. I need to go home. <laughs> so Daryl's still being choked. Mm-hmm. His hand's not strong enough to really do anything. He can't choke himself to death with one hand, so he's not going to take any like damage from it, really. It's just preventing... It's, it's giving him disadvantage. Yeah, he can't yeah. use that hand. I'm going to look at Daryl and be like, What? Um, I guess sorry in advance... I'm going to try and grab his hand off of his neck and stab through it with my knife. So go ahead and give me a strength check on his hand. Actually, uh, Daryl, give me your... Ooh, because you rage, so you have a strong hand. So you're going to both oppose strength checks, and Daryl, you want to lose this strength check. (laughs) Two. Oh, well, I mean... It's no persuasion. Nine plus three plus two. You try to, uh, 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 but it just won't budge. His fingers are dug into his throat uh, and just will not. But I budge. probably understand what he's trying to do, so maybe I could. Can I try s- to- just stab his hand though? Am I out of action? I mean, I feel like just trying to wrench it off is probably just a bonus action. It's not huge. Like it's whatever. Okay, so I'm gonna try and attack his. No, I'm. I, I, it would be the knife. Or cut the tongue. Yeah, there's no, a big because old the tongue. tongue is. I might need the tongue okay. for what? Because if it starts up, I can just push the book into it, and it will shred the book. But that would be you destroying yeah, the book uh, with need, his tongue. You we need, need to him. be holding the book while he attacks one of us, and or, and use the book as like a shield or something, a really bad shield on purpose. His mouth is open. Like, you could throw the book into I his think, mouth, I right? think that's what he wants, though. I think that's yeah, like that's just returning the book. That's like walking up to the library and throwing it in the mail Shit, drop. fair enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if fair I'm fighting enough. the public yeah, library. He calls his mouth the night drop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Which is also the name of the strip club next to Four Nights. <laughs> the strip club next to Four Nights is called Purples. <laughs> That's the, that's the good loot, right? Is perps? Yeah, is or, that, uh, yeah legendary is orange, but it's pretty good. It's still good. Um, it's okay, funnier. so here's the thing I'm going to do. I'm trying to stab the back of his hand, but I'm going to hold my knife in such a way that 
Um, and if it does damage to myself, it makes sense. I'm not going to hold it all the way so that it's like full four inches of the blade. I'm holding it close. I'm choking up on it so that oh. the full stab, I know my hand will still stop it. So I'm not going to go and like puncture his neck. Okay, go ahead and give me an attack roll. 13 plus 6, so 19. Okay, so you hit it. What's the damage of the dagger? 1d4 plus 3. Okay, so roll 1d4 plus 3, and then we'll have that, and then you'll take half of it, and Daryl will take half okay, of it. Okay, so that is 1 plus 3. That's 4, so 2 and 2. The hand loosens its grip on your throat because it's now impaled, and it goes, and you can feel its fingers like tickling your neck as it freaks out and tries to get away from Does the knife. Does it affect his oh. eye, though? Oh. What? Does it affect the library's eye, though? It affects his ability to, like, spy on you, but he's, like, looking at you right now. So, I, like, I was wondering if it was going to be, like, if I stabbed his eye, like, his actual eye, like, gets hurt and stuff like that. Oh. So. Because he did get pink eye. Did, yeah. He did get pink eye from one eye to the other. It yeah, does true. seem like effects yeah. on the eye would affect So, wait, how much damage did he do to me, Frank? I did two. So, yeah, he takes that damage as well. Yeah. It's just, oh, two. It's, Ooh, yeah, two whole damage. Yeah. Is he bloodied? It's just not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, it's just super fragile. A lot of talk. What if you popped the eye out of your That's hand? That's what I was going to do. I'm not forgetting I have a fucking extra attack this time. Just okay. so you know, Anthony. This was easy mode. <laughs> yeah, right, Anthony, You're lucky the tongue wasn't ripped out. <laughs> you think we're playing with you? You're playing with us. <laughs> he recoils in pain from the... I'm not really... He just goes like, ooh, from the two damage you did to his hand. And then he looks at you, Glenn, and he goes, ooh, that won't do at all. And his jaw unhinges. So his tongue is fully taut, and then his jaw unhinges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Arnold Vosloo in The Mummy. Um, oh my gosh. And he vomits a torrent of pages of just like individual pieces of paper at you. And he's going to go ahead and roll. So uh, why don't you make a deck save throw, Glenn? 13. Okay, so you're only going to take half of this. Can Glenn, instead of taking the damage, hold the book up so that the book takes the damage? I feel like pages on pages is not enough. I need something like caustic or puncture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, this is only stuff that's going to hurt people with skin because it's I'm calling it thousand cuts. I want clarification on my uh, spirit shield because it says spirit shield lets me reduce somebody's damage within 30 feet of me. As a reaction. When do I get reactions? When it happens. So basically, like, I go like, oh, Freddy takes X damage. You go, no, as a reaction, I make this shield take it instead. Oh, okay. So well, it's, it's very convenient. I can do this infinitely. What? No. It says, if you are raging and another creature you can see within 30 feet of you takes damage, you can use your reaction to reduce the damage by 2d6. There's no short rest or anything. It just says I can do Holy that. Holy shit. And do, I rage, is there a timer on your rage? I rage up to one minute. That's 10, 10 rounds, rounds of action. That's yep. an entire combat. So don't worry, guys. You guys are all 2d6 less damage for everything. So, and how does that work, like, mechanically? How are you stopping this damage? I go, okay, so this is spirit shield. So I'm giving you the spirit of having a strong, burly dad with you. I go, don't worry, boys. Whatever damage you take, I'm with you in spirit. I'll take it, too. And it's just like a ghost Daryl that's shirtless, like, hugs me from behind. Like, what the <laughs> ghost fuck? Ghost Daryl, yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's like a combat version of Ghost, like while you're holding your sword. Oh Big Daryl's Big Daryl's behind you holding the sword also. Holy shit. Unchained Melody starts playing. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna call it it's like Hell Week. It's Coach Daryl. Every time somebody gets damaged, my spiritual is actually me being like, Don't worry guys, pain's mental, pain's mental. Come oh, on. That's really pain's good. mental. So thirteen. Okay, go ahead and roll your two D six for your spirit shield. Okay, minus five. Okay, so you take seven damage. 13 minus five is uh, eight, it's my eight, friend. Sorry, you take eight damage. <laughs> Looks like I'm not Aaron O'Neill. <laughs> Looks like the math wizard's been, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Aaron O'Neill's here. She's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, what are you doing? I mean, I... Uh, Help uh, us! Uh, all right. 
I mean, if your book is destroyed, which we could do, you would be in trouble too. Oh shit, you're right. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, for sure, I'm helping. Okay, cool. So she'll go after Ron in the order. She'll like, go after, after Ron. Ron. She's gonna kill Ron. I'll help the library. Get on this good side. <laughs> All right, uh, Ron, it is your turn. Now I'm like, I want the library. I mean, <clears throat> I want the library to <laughs> to hit me with sort of like a piercing or burning sort of damage, so that I may use Glenn's book as a defense mechanism. Maybe if I get Glenn's book and then I hide again under the library, then he'll step on me with one of his spiny little legs. Oh, yeah. Piercing the book. Or like if he's, because he can't see you, right? Because he's looking out at them. Well, he did see you when the gems appeared at his feet. Well, if I hide again. Under the gems. eh? Under the gems. (laughs) Like a McDonald's play place. You could could kind of do what I did and hold the book. And if he's reaching for you, he might rip the pages of the book out if he's trying to grab you. You'd also have to do a stealth check to get the book to Ron without him realizing that that Ron has the the book. Yeah. I, I hate to just be the lame who plays Dungeons and Dragons, but you could, like, stab him in the cooch. Two damage done to this boss. Um, okay, I actually want to take my razor-sharp business cards and see if I can cut the tongue off. Great. Ooh. Ron has spent hours watching YouTube videos of card throwers. Yes. Like, just I, like, can, you know. I can throw cards. Wait, for really? real? Yeah, not well, but, I, like, I definitely can. I mean, anyone can throw them, not well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> good enough that she'll stay on a podcast, but not good enough Give that we'll record right it. now. <laughs> You should have a deck of tally hoes to your left. Beth is demonstrating that she can throw cards. Jesus. Whoa. Wow. That was really Holy good. Shit. Was... She almost killed Freddy. Now she's dabbing. <laughs> that it was, was good great. enough that when she dabbed, it was cool that she dabbed. That's how good. <laughs> that's how cool. That's how well she threw that card. Here, let me go find that card before it's lost forever. <laughs> no, it's fine. I have I'm burned. I just, it's fine. It's a burner. Okay. Okay. It's a burner deck. Wow. That was very cool. A burner cool. deck. A burner deck so the cops can't find you. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and roll an attack against the tongue. 15. Okay, 15 does it. Great. You toss out your business cards, and they successfully manage to slice a little bit into the tongue. Go ahead and roll damage. I did four damage. <laughs> it cuts into it, takes a pretty good slice out of it. Is it still just protruding out of it? Yeah, actually, yeah. Just It embeds itself inside of his tongue, just whoosh, like a fucking batarang. Who's on Stampler? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's Aaron's turn, and Aaron is going to... Uh, I hate to be that guy, but does he get another villain move after Ron? He absolutely does. Thank you. He gets a villain move um, after teacher, every person? Teacher, doesn't he get another villain <laughs> move? Excuse me? Did you collect the homework? <laughs> okay, so he's going to turn to you and vomit pages at you, Ron. So go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Not too different than your uh, assistant job, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> so... Man, so I'm doing like a deck save or whatever. Yeah, okay, I pull the pants up over my head. Okay, okay. Is it the pants come up over the head or does the head go down into the pants? Questions that we will never know the you answer. Sound like to. Robert Krolich there. <laughs> no, is it the question? <laughs> sometimes you're the pants, and sometimes you're the man who wears the pants. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes. Let's see, dexterity. I got a 19. Wow. Damn. All right, so you're going to take half damage from this again, minus the 2d6 from pains is mental. Shield. Pains is mental. <laughs> I love it. 29. So 29 divided by that. It's basically you get 15. Minus six. Nine damage. I'm just doing the math. If like we take nine damage after every one of our turns, plus he gets three attacks. I guess we got to get real clever real fucking yeah. fast, huh, Aaron's guys? Aaron's got healing spells. Yes, Aaron has healing spells. What's everybody's HP at right now? I'm Is at 24. Like really 52. hurting? 17. 42. Cool. So I'm definitely going to... All right, let's see. Aaron O'Neill, more like Aaron O'Heal. O'Heal. We all O'Heal. said that. We all got inspiration. Wow, that's so cool. Because it's like she's healing us. Hello? Hello, Danny Master? So for her main action, she's going to attack the tongue. She's going to take out her spade and start stabbing at it. Whoa! I hate it when this happens. Sweep but uh, the, tongue. the NPC got a natural 20, and that's dumb. What do you mean that's dumb? 
Yeah, but like, yeah, Aaron, 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 Aaron. It's like watching two amiibos fight each other in Smash Brothers right now. <laughs> All right, so she does six damage to it with a crit because it's not very powerful, but that's oh, actually man. incidentally exactly as much as she needed to sever it. She brings down the trowel at the perfect angle that it just manages to perfectly intersect with the cut already made from Ron's business card. And it like hammering a spike into a crack in a rock like widens it. It just manages to split his tongue in two. She cuts the end of his tongue off from Daryl's arm. You expect blood to start shooting out of the tongue where she cut it off, but instead it's just this weird tan Play-Doh-like substance just got coming. Like, almost like when you break a stretch Armstrong, that like goop that comes out. Uh, and the library goes, oh no, not ideal, not ideal at all. And then she turns to you and she goes, thanks for listening for me, Ron. And she's going to healing word you with her bonus action. And the healing word is? The healing word of today is lingual. So she uh, gives you... She gives me the tongue. She gives you the tongue. <laughs> nice. Uh, she gives you six HP back. Nice. Thanks, Aaron. More like Karen O'Heal, because she cares oh, about healing people. You already got Care, your inspiration. Care Ron O'Heal, because she cares about healing Ron. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I guess get inspiration, you, di- you dirty no, boy. No, I'm not going to take You dirty that. man. Okay, so then with his final Vin action of the turn, he is going to go like, that's, that's impolite. That's impolite. And he uh, opens his mouth toward Aaron. She does not deck save. So she takes... She takes a lot of damage and uh, the, as oof, this is bad because as basically what she looks as the skin of like her children coming at her, a bunch of pages just flurrying at her in this like crazy flood of paper and ink. It cuts her all the fuck up oh, and no! she and she falls down and she is uh, she's but down. Aaron, pain's mental, girl. Pain's mental. All right. Yeah, go ahead and roll your. <laughs> it might be enough. Minus nine. Minus nine? I got four and a five. Okay. She is bleeding really badly. She has little cuts all over herself. She's like the dragon and spirited away after all the pages <sighs> hit it. And she's like, uh, this is not, that did not feel, that did not feel good. I don't feel so good. Mr. Stark. Henry, uh, it is your turn again. Is the tongue still like on the ground or did it dissolve? Like the part that got cut off? The part that got cut off is still tied around Daryl's arm. It's not like constricting it. It's just sort of like looped around. Okay. Henry, I've got an idea. Talk to me, Ron. Okay, so what if you use the tongue, a la the Basilisk Fang and Chamber of Secrets, to destroy the book? I don't fuck with Harry Potter that much, so remind I me. I fuck with Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> so basically, like, it's an element of the library itself that oh. would destroy the book. Destroy the library book. That's interesting. I feel like it would just count as us destroying the book with yeah, the tongue. Maybe. Right? Anthony's just like, <laughs> I mean, it's if I put a knife in your hand, I grab your hand and then stab Freddy to death with it. I don't get to go like, hey, it was in it was in Matt's hand, everybody. Yeah. Like and, I don't get it. Batman begins <laughs> Batman didn't kill him, he just let him fall. He killed him. Yeah, he killed him. He killed Batman him. murdered a guy in the very first, yeah, Batman very first movie. movie. I will accept him accidentally if you can trick him into destroying it, but he has to be the one that like does yeah. the thing. Okay. It needs to be manslaughter. You need to trick him into manslaughter. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm in this whip, I'm in this car. What happens if I floor the gas? Well, I guess it would cause the front. Uh, the Odyssey is only front two wheel drive, right? It's not four wheel. Correct. The Honda Odyssey, especially <laughs> the 2013 model, is a front two wheel drive vehicle. So it would kind of just like the tires would spin. And I guess because the tires are sort of flush with his back, they would spin on his back. Is that going to do damage? It'll do a little bit of damage. But if it catches and it actually starts moving forward, then the van will like fall like, you know, over his eight head, feet right? off of him. Could it make him tip over? He's not so big that it'll like move and change his center of gravity. It's like you could do it. It'll do some damage to him. What if I go in reverse? 
it'll fall on its ass if it falls off rather than falling on its front and potentially destroying well, the engine. I could really fuck up the van. But you'd be fucking the back of the van rather than the front. If you like drove off the front, you would basically be crashing the van into a tree essentially when it landed. Oh, I see, I see, I see. If we can punch the fucking gas cap of this. There's also no gas in it. You fill it with compliments. Oh, that's right. There's no you gas You fill it with in Japanese compliments. If you, <laughs> if you puncture the gas can, it would just be like, arigato, arigato. I think, <laughs> I think this is like not a lateral puzzle, but more like a cut the Gordian knot in half and we need to start fucking this up. We need to start fucking up. this thing up. I don't think, I think we Anthony's can... trying to tell us very clearly. No, I mean, I'm honestly, I would love for you to like, again, completely stymie my efforts to have you make a normal I'm just fight. trying to figure out what my options are here yeah. for fucking it up. But here's my point. Like if it catches, like, is it like a turtle shell? If the van rips off of him, is mm. that going to damage him? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, the tire will do some damage and then he's probably forced some of his ferrofluid back up under the undercarriage and you would rip that off. So yeah. Yeah, I'd, right. I'd, I'd give you a pretty rowdy amount of damage to do to him if you did that. I put it in reverse and floor the gas. Punch it, Chewie. Okay, the wheels start to spin and they dig into his weird amorphous skin. And uh, he's going to roll Constitution to see if his flesh is going to rip or if it's going to sort of stay gelatinous and manage Does to... Does Odyssey-san get to do an, uh, an attack roll? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Odyssey-san Odyssey will do an attack roll. So that's a nine. So he'll roll Constitution. Got an eight. all right so the wheels much like that girl's face in death proof the wheels manage to like just start stripping up his skin just pulling it up ribbons of clay yeah just ribbons of the skin start getting like ripping off of its body odyssey Um, son do your best (laughs) ganbate and uh more that goo starts coming out and the Odyssey catches with it enough to start reversing off of his back. You can see as the van begins to go back, it like catches for a second. You see that some of his skin is inside the undercarriage of the car. Like his skin was like this weird liquid viscous fluid that like crawled up inside of it or whatever. And it goes back and gravity just starts to slowly, slowly rip that skin off of his back. And so he's going to take, let's say that's 3D12 damage. So you did 30 damage. Yeah, baby. Nice. And uh, the Odyssey lands, and the Odyssey is going to take. <gasps> Ooh! So it's it, when the Odyssey lands, its rear axle. You hear this like crunch, <gasps> and the wheels like buckle inward a little <gasps> bit, and it the looks, camber in tow. <laughs> it may it may be roadworthy, but it's going to be much I was worse for teach wear. Grant how to drive in that car? Odyssey but a good, son. good driving, Henry. You did a lot of damage. And you could hear the Odyssey go, which I think means excuse me. It's not your fault. Why are you saying excuse me? Canonically making Odyssey-san as like an anime girl that is constantly shy and like, is like so weird oh and God. wrong. Yeah, and we, oh, by the way, like when a really attractive horse goes by, the like white doors of the Odyssey-san like go red. <laughs> a big giant bubble swap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oil yeah. starts exploding out of the what? front. Like, ah, shit. Wait, what is that? Yeah, oh, it was like the nosebleed. The nosebleed. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. As long as there's the nosebleed. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's a nosebleed. 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 It's a nosebleed. 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 Flashlight tag. It's a nosebleed. <laughs> okay. Now it's the library's turn. The library is going to once again spend an action scratching its eye. That pink yes. eye is so useful. Thank God. Uh, it's going to spend another action attacking. Uh, I guess it should attack Aaron because Aaron's almost down. Feels like that's a reasonable thing for it to do. No. So the library reaches out and swings with one of its hands and it whiffs and it swings with the other one and successfully backhands her and she flies through the <gasps> air and when she lands, she is not moving. Uh, oh, shit. Aaron, Aaron, whatever you just took, you're okay. You got you got minus eight damage on that. She doesn't respond. Aaron looks back up and goes, yeah, that's great. I forgot about that shield. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. You're right. Pain is I'm mental. Ba- She's like on the ground. She's like prone. You can see that she has exactly one hit point left. Oh! <laughs> 
man, this we're not messing around anymore. So uh, with his bonus action, he goes. <laughs> you watch as the goop around his tongue begins to coalesce, and you actually, as you're looking at his legs. It's like his legs get even skinnier and you can see the skin receding up from his legs as it is redistributed up his body, through his chest, into his mouth, and his tongue regrows itself out to its original size. But now he's not going to attack you with it. That was bonus action was to get that back. Now it is Daryl's turn again. So his tongue is back. His tongue is back. And he has no skin protecting his weird skeleton legs now. You son of a bitch. You bowling piece of shit. And I take out my axe. And I charge him, which, by the way, I have fast movement, so he doesn't see this shit coming. I have fast movement, 10 extra speed. And with my two attacks, which I have at all times, which I need to remember, I'm going to go in a just glorious pirouette from one kneecap to the other, just hitting the back of the knee with the axe and spinning in the back of the other knee with an axe. Wow. Okay. I'm going to roll that first bad boy. That's not too great. Eight plus six, so 14 plus... Two for being enraged, so 16. 16 does it. Okay, so the first knee is going to take seven plus three plus two, so 12 damage. Wow. All right, he is bloodied. So you successfully wind up and shatter his left kneecap. And he goes, oh, no, undelightful. And then I spin onto the next knee. Two attacks, two attacks. Four, no, that's not going to hit. Your axe bounces off of his uh, right kneecap. It's weird because you don't see any blood. You just see this horrible tan goop everywhere. But uh, you could definitely get the sense that there's only so much of that goop to go around and you're doing a lot of damage to the entity that is controlling it. So when I first attack a creature during combat, that's when my ancestral ability uh, activates. So I feel like what happened is I nailed that first kneecap and Mm -hmm. as I was spinning like the sun hits my eyes and in the sun i can see my dad george washington abraham lincoln and uh, coach taylor and i smile at them and then i whiff the second one <laughs> and they immediately look yeah they, distra- they always distract me i get i get i get nervous when the dads are watching do they look like mount rushmore yes like, in the sun. <laughs> like mount dadmore in the clouds yes, so, yes. which means they're all basically spooning they're so close <laughs> and from that point forward anytime he attacks anybody that's not me he gets disadvantage okay cool Henry, you got to drive that car into the thing, man. So uh, because we're in a new round, he gets a different villain action. So he is going to reach down into his gullet with his hands and just like you can see him rummaging around inside of himself. And he goes, let's see here. Let's see here. <laughs> uh, he's Jimmy Stewart. Coke if you got one, buddy. Uh, and you can see like his fucking hand scraping the sides of his belly like as he's like finding something. And he goes, ah, perfect. And he pulls out a. a it's my Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out Such a, a very impression. large book. Uh <laughs> And he just opens it around Daryl's head, and he is going to just try to slam it shut around your skull. He's going to just roll the attack. Daryl's got a thick skull. So this hits. And I have resistance to bludgeoning. Fuck, this is bludgeoning. <laughs> yeah, baby. All right, so you'll take oh, half man, damage from Darryl this. coming in. Can he hold up the axe? Oh, in the middle of the book. And then it, like, it destroys the book. <gasps> I'm gonna say. Oh shit! I'm gonna say you can't do it this time because you didn't know that's what he was yeah, gonna but do. He's gonna keep okay. smashing. You don't have time, oh, but if he keeps good. doing it, Beth. that's good shit though. Okay, so he's gonna do 70 12 to you, but it'll be halved because you have resistance. Oh. To Wait, how much do you do? He's gonna do 70 12. Oh, I thought he said 70 12. I was like yeah. 82. No, no, no. 70 I mean, 12. 11 4 damage. <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> you get into like a real Jabberwock esque like fight with like he does 11 2 damage to you. <laughs> so he does 26 damage to you. Okay. I got I got that stone's endurance to every once in a while reduce damage, but I'll, I'll just take this. I can block some of that for you. How? 
this is technically like cross majoring some of the uh, bardic abilities, but whatever, it's cool. Uh, at level six, as a reaction, whenever another creature does an attack roll, ability check, or a damage roll, I can blow a bardic inspiration and reduce it by 1d8. And this is an ability uh, that bards have called cutting words. Uh, yeah, sure. Take the edge off. Yeah. <laughs> what do you tell them? What do you say to the library? <laughs> Wouldn't it be like editing word? Like (laughs) (laughs) this manuscript could use a little less. uh, It's a little too heady. Your book was interesting. I I want to thank you so much for submitting your manuscript. (laughs) I said, look at this ding bat. He doesn't even like books. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. So cutting. Oh, he goes, but I love books. I love books very much. (laughs) And that does a minus seven damage. How much that takes? So 19. All right. I'm like so good at coming up with like these insults on the fly, guys. All right. So, Glenn, it is now your turn. So what I could do is I could run to Aaron and be like, no, and make a big show of it. And in that cover of movement, hide the book honor. Right. He's either going for Daryl, in which case Daryl should do the axe move. Yes. Or he's going for Aaron, probably, in which case it would be good to have that book on her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I can heal Aaron. So I'm not too worried about Aaron. So I go, no. Aaron and I pull from all of my acting skills that I have to try and convince uh, the library that I actually do really care about Aaron and like I don't want him to. I love that you have to act to convince somebody that you care about another (laughs) human being. Maybe say this is Glenn Close we're talking about, baby. Yeah, say say how much you love her. Oh my God! Yeah, I really liked. um, (laughs) He should get disadvantage on this role. No, as an actor, Matt. I get advantage. No, you get disadvantage and they cancel each other out. So it's just a normal <laughs> role. But just mechanically, what I want to do is I want to run over there, do that. And then Aaron, I, sneak well, I really had a book. fun time hanging out with you <laughs> last night. <laughs> wow. He really cares about her. <laughs> hey, that was really cool. Um, maybe like, you know, text me sometime. Uh, and then, but mechanically, I want to try like hide, like stealth, okay. hide the book. So you're, that's going to be two rolls. One after another. First one's persuasion or I guess. Performance, performance. <laughs> 12 plus 9, baby. Okay, 22. So successful. The library goes like, oh, young love, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now roll sleight of hand to try to hide Sleight of hand. Honor. 14 plus 4 sleight of hand. Glenn's taking some magic classes. Nice. 18. All right, he's going to roll perception. Uh, he does not see what you do. So what do you do? So I hide the book, basically. Do you tell Aaron what you're doing? Like She's like, oh, great. You're going to come heal me. <laughs> why, why are you giving me this Hold book? on to this book. Are you like stuffing it in her clothes? Hey, um, telling her? Aaron, I'd like to put this book um, like on your body, but like to hide it. And like, no, I get it. Yeah. No, to protect you know, me. So that way it will te- protect yeah, you. Ahead. Cool. I'm not going to heal you. <laughs> I... The second you got over here and then said, so Aaron, I'm going to, I pretty much, I pretty much assumed healing me was not in the cart. So yeah, go ahead and do it. You weirdo. I do. So I respect, you know, I, I did browse through the book. I think we have to get rid of nuclear weapons. The idea that somehow by having nuclear weapons, you make the world a safer place is essentially insane. That's a good point. Yeah. That, it's a great, it's a great book. I love Kucinich. I've always, I've always loved Kucinich. Anyway, if I'm going to die, I'm really glad I die with Dennis Kucinich's autobiography <laughs> on my chair. Okay, thanks. Uh, okay, so the library will take another villainous action. I'm going to roll to see if he wants to go after Aaron or if he wants to continue fucking with Daryl. Uh, evens will be Daryl. Odds will be Aaron. So 17 says so odds, so Aaron. So he takes the uh, book and fucking like Mr. Fantastic goes, and his arms begin to extend outward <laughs> oh, towards God. Aaron. And then he brings the book up and then smashes it down on her. Oh, this could be. Oh, man. 
Oh, no. She only has one HP, so whatever happens. She has 30 HP. If she gets negative 30 HP, she's dead. Oh! Oh, shit. Yeah. I was going to, like, fucking heal her with my turn. I know, yeah. Okay, well. So we'll just see if 7d12 is going to... Hang on. He gets disadvantage on the attack. He does. Yeah. Oh, He's got to roll again. Thank you, Coach Taylor. Still hits. Okay, so 7d12. Here we go. Uh, but but, but the, minus your 2d6. Minus 2d6. All right. 6, 7, 17, 21, 32. Is that the last one you're rolling? 33, 41. Oh, my God. Oh the 2d12 has to be a... You have to roll at least I already 11. rolled, and I only rolled 4. <gasps> no! no! Aaron O'Neill! <laughs> so he brings up the book and as he brings it back down oh my god aaron looks over to glenn and goes take care of my tree <gasps> and then she realizes who she's talking to she's like fuck it never mind smoke trees they'll take care of it i wish i oh god that's gonna be my last words to you <laughs> it's like when einstein said his last words to a nurse that didn't speak german that's how wasted her last words are oh, no! on you he brings the book down and with a horrible sickening crunch just brings it down on her and just annihilates her. But wood products, that's how she would have wanted to go. That's true. That's true, Ron. By being killed by the corpses of her children? No, that's not true, Ron. Maybe the worst way for her to go. And when he brings it back up, you can see that Aaron is not moving. But the silver lining to this is he can see... Don't say silver lining. Aaron just died. I mean, it's not silver. Yeah, the shit lining on the shit cloud was... He brings the book back up and he can see right where Glenn put it, the book that he had lent out to you, the, the Dennis Kucinich autobiography, and he sees that he is crushed it. He's completely bent the spine. The, I mean, both the book and Aaron's spines are basically snapped. He goes, no, no, not the Kucinich autobiography. Oh, no. Uh, and then he takes the book and he starts to slam it onto his head and he slams it again and again and again and again. And you just see his head like it's just clay. Just begin to like you're just smashing Play-Doh with a science textbook. And he just does it to himself. He goes, oh, I'm, I'm a rule stickler. You were right. You were right, Daryl. I'm a real rule stickler. And piece he, of shit. And he bashes himself to fucking death for destroying his own property. Is it loud when he does it? Yeah, I would say so. Ron is like, shh, this is a library. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, Daryl runs over to Aaron. Aaron is dead. There's just, I, I, there's, there's no other way to put it. There's no other. Uh, no, no, like. Attack of the clones, like 10 minutes long, last words talking to us. No, she just got bludgeoned to fucking death by this thing. The last thing she said to, 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 was to Freddie was to protect his trees, and he interpreted that as smoke weed every day. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, shit. Three birds <gasps> fly over. Oh, shit. Oh, oh no. God. no. To no. the corpse no. of the library. No. Three birds fly over to the corpse of the library, and they begin to peck at the library's yes! eyes. No! <laughs> oh, no! Yes! Pulling the library's eyes yes! out of its body, pecking and doing everything they can. Uh, Henry rushes over to help them. Wait, I don't know if that'll fuck up the spell or not. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, you, so you help them. You mean pry. we could have had birds helping us this whole time? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you help them scoop out the eyes. I'm just going to give them a roll for this. It still might not work. So they bring the eyes back to, uh, to Aaron's body 
And the three birds, as they had done before uh, against Yeet Bigley's uncle, Chad. With the, the pre- Chad, the previous time that she had been killed, they bring the eyes back to her and they do a, a little dance to try to resurrect her. Oh, 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 as a reaction, Glenn. Bardic inspiration. Bardic inspiration. Throws okay. it in. Okay. So what are you, you going to do to inspire to these, these three birds? Blackbird singing in the tent of night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Flip these broken eyes. And bring her back to life. All right, so she's they got to roll a fifteen or higher. I will hold on. Let me uh, let me get the results of the one d eight. Okay, I'll roll, and then you tell me what to add. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel extra bad that we named this character after a real Patreon subscriber. She's what on you the get, edge man. of her seat right now. Yeah, yeah. enjoy this. You will never care about another piece of fiction for the rest <laughs> of your life as much as you care about this also, moment, Aaron O'Neill. If we can't bring Aaron O'Neill back to life, then somebody will knock on your door in seven days and, <laughs> and kill you in real life. Oh, man. I would feel really bad if something, it, like, I mean, it never, yeah. Keep never milking mind. it. Don't roll yet. Keep <laughs> milking the suspense. What did you get? What did you get? You tell me first. Okay, I have it. We'll say it at the same time. Ready? Three, two, one. 17! She sits back up and goes, oh, 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 fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, that was way worse than last. I, shit. Fuck. Oh. Pain is mental. I just give her a big hug. Aaron. Oh, oh, fucking a weed joke. I went out and you were going to fucking make a fuck. Sorry, I just didn't, <laughs> Sounds I didn't like hear somebody you. could use a joint right about now. Oh, I'm not going to smoke my children. All plants are my, oh, you guys are the fucking, you are idiots. Hey, good news! The li- but the, the, the library said. Also, I realized I had a healing spell I could use. Sorry about that. <laughs> when I came she, over, she she wheels back her hand as if to slap you, and then she goes, "No, actually, wait!" And she beckons to the trees from the forest, and you sit there and wait for a full three minutes as the trees <laughs> walk over, and then one of the trees reaches back with its branch and backhands you right, and does two d six worth of damage. Okay, so he does. Uh, he only does four damage to you. It's pretty weak slap, mostly oh. leaves. But, uh, <laughs> But Aaron O'Neill lives. And the the library doesn't. Guys, you know what this means, right? It means we're rich, baby! Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is a little ditty called All Right by Max and Waller. Special thanks this week to all of our Patreon supporters for helping make this show possible, but especially thanks to Kelsey Day, Dylan Caudill, Aaliyah Shuford, Rabble, and Jonathan Stevens. Those folks definitely listened to The Witch is Dead before this episode came out, and I hope you did too if you're not a Patreon supporter. We do all kinds of cool one shots and have all kinds of good clean fun on our patreon for example this thursday part two of at the mountains of dadness the prequel miniseries called cthulhu campaign is releasing which features some of the tensest gameplay we've engaged in thus far that's available to patreon supporters at all levels and if you like the creepy body horror of the library i think you'll really like this miniseries also we are moments away from getting a merch store finally up and running and just like disneyland we're opening up access to the merch store early to our patreon supporters that analogy doesn't work 
Disneyland doesn't have a Patreon. So if you want the first crack at the first run of dad merch, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash dungeons and dads and stay tuned very soon on our social media and right here for where that merch store is going to be. Oh yeah, social media, everyone's got those. Dungeons and Dads on Twitter, bit.ly slash Dungeon Dads for a private Facebook group r slash dungeons and daddies for that subreddit and bit.ly slash dadgut all caps for the group transcription project thanks so much for listening next episode coming at you november 26th that's just before american thanksgiving and before i go fast is an acronym to help detect and enhance responsiveness for the needs of a person having a stroke which stands for facial drooping arm weakness speech difficulties and time to call emergency services there was a time when you could read between the lines You know they never brought you down Never brought you down I want clarification on my uh, spirit shield. How about you get clarification on sitting in front of your fucking mic? Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you remember when we were a family? <laughs> you have to keep that in now. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Beth. It's like it, it, suddenly it became Jordy Shore over here. Blow you slag. <laughs> Dungeons Dads is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect? Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you've got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. If you a big scroll, then you're like, I got to take a picture of that. Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal, the singer, on there if you want. They allow you to share and display. You can buy a bunch of these and put other, like, gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload <laughs> and share a goon photos. room your mom's comfortable walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. Dude, I preloaded gooning. my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly i have great photos on my aura frames and i love it it's so a there. great mother's day gift this year beth you could give my- i already did i did it for last yeah, month i got one for my mom too you moms did- fucking love moms it. love this moms shit so me for aura from grandmothers to new mothers aunts and even the friends in your life every mom loves an aura that's like frame. a goon room that- for a mom is just name the best digital photo frame by wire cutter and select go in there and you see how long you can go without calling your kids <laughs> and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things, Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. 
It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time when we talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a, move. a smarter a move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, well, because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. High fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Hayas pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. That one came out weird. That was Presley here for vitamin B12. Vitamin D, B12. That's why this is all this is Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh I'm too my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We've worked out a special deal with Haya. For their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin, receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to hayahealth.com slash daddies. Steel is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Steel is website. one for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, hayahealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.